This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get back into it with our panel. Anthony Fury, Andrew Cash, and Mitzi Hutter. First-timer for Mitzi, finance critic for the Ontario Liberal Party. Mitzi, you know, I uh, read a press release from you today. I guess you were teeing off on the government of Doug Ford for their uh, complete disrespect, you say, of Ontario's autism community. Uh, And you cite Minister McLeod threatening the Ontario Association for Behavioral Analysis. And uh, the latest salvo seems to come against Randy Hillier as well for having said something that was uh, perceived anyway to be disrespectful to parents of children with autism uh, because he said yada, yada, yada. Now, uh, he does try to exculpate himself or explain exactly what this was all about, saying he never meant to hurt anyone. Listen. But if anybody uh, uh, if anybody took this in a, in a manner uh, other than what it was intended for, of course I apologize for that profusely. Like, it was clearly um, banter that was within the legislature, which you have all seen. You've all seen every day. All right. And so while parents were uh, being uh, critical from the gallery, uh, and when he uttered yada, 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 he said he said it to uh, one specific member, Monique Taylor, with the NDP. Uh, You don't buy that? What I don't buy is the changing of the topic. You know, Randy made a comment that was obviously callous and inappropriate given what just took place in the legislature. We had galleries that were full to the rafters with parents of kids with autism. They were weeping. The tears were literally flowing down their cheeks because of the lack of response from the government about their autism plan. And the families couldn't speak, they can't clap, they can't do anything to react to what they're hearing. Mm -hmm. And um, it was an emotionally charged morning. So he made comments that was poorly timed, insensitive and callous, you know, definitely not paying attention to all of the people around him. But that doesn't excuse Ford government and the responsibility that they have to these families. Well, let me ask you about that, because I'm curious. Now, as I understand it, this new program that the Ford government announced just recently uh, offers families up to $140,000 to pay for treatment, a maximum available only to the lowest income families, admittedly, uh, those making 55000 or less, uh, and whose child is in treatment from ages 2 to 18. It's also subject to annual caps of $20,000 a year until a child turns 6, and $5,000 a year after that, to age 18 and the funding is determined on a sliding scale but how is uh, this any worse than what was proposed by the Liberal government in 2016 because there were parents who had converged on Queen's Park and asking your government Kathleen Wynne government at the time to rethink their decision to defund intensive therapies for autistic kids age five and over when kids were aging out after five parents were given like eight thousand dollars and reports are now, well, it costs up to $80,000 annually for this intensive care. They could ill afford it, maybe a month, a month and a half of treatment. Uh, how is your program any so, better? So, John, there's no question that the autism community was very hard on the former Liberal government and, and really pushed us to make the autism program better. And that's what the Ontario Autism Program is about. It, it was designed with the input from these very same parents. What Ford has now done is taken a hammer and he smashed that 
without How consulting. He it? Well, he smashed it without consulting these parents. He's creating a one-size-fits-all program that doesn't consider individual needs. Autism is a spectrum, right. and and we know that there are children on the the very beginning of that spectrum that might uh, need just very light intervention, and others need 24-hour care. So we can't just paint everyone with the same brush. I also think what's really egregious in this plan is really recognizing the income levels and people earning $55,000 a year will start to receive a clawback. Well, if you have two people on minimum wage, you're going to get your funding clawed back. And that's just cruel. All right. But admittedly, you're saying that uh, yours was a flawed program. And so they were trying to uh, build something better. uh, And this model is somehow flawed as well. Anthony, what's your thought? So the waiting list is something like 23,000 mm-hmm. people yeah. for different services. And, and the only way to satisfy everyone, I imagine, and I appreciate it's the spectrum, so there's different care packages that are needed, but perhaps hiring 10,000 specialists or something like that, which is a which is an expense that the past government and the current government are both feeling like we can't do this right now. So you've got this pot of money, and it's not going to satisfy everyone. And, you know, I'm not going to say, and I never said before in, in past cases, that the Liberal government didn't care about these kids or these parents. The current government doesn't care. They're thinking we can remake the wheel, we can do it a better way, and they're making a lot of people unhappy. I don't know, but to Mitzi's point, I think you got to be pretty, Lisa McLeod and Randy Hillier have to be pretty delicate when they're dealing with such a raw issue here, and, and hopefully we can tweak it. You know, they've got what they've got, maybe hybrid the two, I don't know, but they're going to probably have to continue to tweak it more. And one thing, I, I, I want to just say with, with with Anthony's comment, you know, you got to give the parents the respect, because they're the ones yeah. that are dealing with day in, day out. I heard a mom today, and she said that we are on the verge of crisis. Think about that. Thousands of families not knowing on April 1st how they're going to pay for therapy. Where are those kids going to go? They're going to go into our school system. Are we set up to deal with that level of need in our school systems? We're not. So this government has to think about how they're doing this and absolutely be a bit more delicate with these families. But I think you're right about those parents because, you know, we have small kids at home right now. And, John, it gets really busy and it gets really stressful. And then sometimes we stop and we say to ourselves, wow, you know, what do do parents Mm -hmm. with special needs go through? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I totally get it. And and it is true that that this does uh, create a lot more pressure on our public school system. Um, you know, Is the government the, dropping the ball on this one as well, as Mitzi's saying? I, well, I mean, both the Liberal government before and the Conservative government now both dropped the ball. I mean, if parents hadn't created the, the, the huge uproar uh, with the liberals, they, they would have they would have done a similar thing to what Doug Ford is trying to do now. The, the you know underpinning all this is that there's not enough funding right. for a very very serious um, health issue that is affecting not just the parents that that and the families that are dealing with this. But the file had languished, let's be fair, under the Liberals for the longest time. And parents were very, very agitated about that. And then now we hear Doug Ford, this is his quote, this is no doubt the toughest file I've ever worked on. Minister McLeod began reviewing the program her first day and developed a fair, equitable and sustainable program for all children and families. I want to listen to every parent and every family member who wants to share their stories and their asks. And then he goes on to say, but Mr. Hillier's comments crossed the line and that's unacceptable. 
acceptable. So he I don't want to talk about Mr. Hilliard. No, but he's been tossed. He's been tossed. That's okay. That's up to to Ford and what he wants to do with his caucus. I want to talk about these families. You know, Andrew, we don't have an unlimited money tree in this province. We can't give every individual, every family, whatever they need all the time. But I want to say that when it comes to... uh, Parents with special needs children, we have to talk to those parents. We have to listen to them. They are reasonable. They understand that if their child needs the technology, and I've been the former minister of education and and have supported parents in demonstration schools and others to provide that technology so that their child with special needs can learn and be their full selves at school. Whatever it is that that child needs, they should have access to it in our system. And our system should be delicate enough, sensitive enough to respond to the needs of these kids with autism and their families. And it should not be a broad brush that just says everyone deserves the uh, same amount because right, the, the quote, needs are different. The quote I read from the Premier, I want to listen to every parent and every family member who wants to share their stories and their asks. Do you not take him at his word? Or I don't. Faith? I was in the legislature this morning. They were clapping at the minister's response in front of those families while they were weeping. That's a callous response. So I don't really take that very seriously until they agree, sit down with those families, sit down with those associations. On TABA, the Ontario uh, Applied Behavior Association, is saying they're crying foul. They're saying that this minister tried to bully them Mm -hmm. into a favorable response for their plan. And it's a bad plan. That plan should be taken off the table and the minister should be removed and someone else come in and clean it up. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure there will be further discussion on this file right now. uh, No further discussion for you, uh, Mitzi Hunter. I know you've got a pressing engagement, so we'll let you run along. We'll continue on with more topics worthy of discussion with Anthony Fury and Andrew Cash hanging in here in a moment. Appreciate your joining us for a first time. Look forward to having Having you on the program again. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.